1: Give online, in our mobile app, or text the word giving to 59769. Remember to love God, love people, and love life.
0: Let's go. You can remain seated. Let's go. Let's make our confession of faith together. It's at the bottom of the screen. Let's go. I'm ready to hear, then do your word, which I'm about to receive, which makes all things new in Jesus' name amen father we pray now that you speak to us we are open we are ready to hear have your way in us please say lord have your way in me have your way in us today we need a word from you i pray that you would customize tailor make this word matter of fact lord allow it to be answers to every question every ambiguity that we may be facing now in jesus name can i get you to just give god five seconds of worship right there go five Why am I worshiping it? Get yourself ready to receive four. Come on. Three, two, one. Say yes, Lord. So, guys, this is week two of our series Dynasty. What is a dynasty? It is a sequence of rulers from the same family. I taught you on Wednesday that some of the same terms for family include the word like or dynasty include the word house, the house of so-and-so. That's a dynasty clan, the so-and-so clan that's a dynasty, and then finally the word family, so when we look at the word dynasty, we're really talking about family, and we ended Wednesday's message learning this, that family isn't perfect let's stop right there, stop expecting what you can't give Stop expecting perfection from people because you and I cannot give people perfection. For many of you, your issue, watch me, is not necessarily um, that there is something so wrong with your family. It's that you have an expectation of perfection from your family, but they do not have the ability to deliver. And I need you to hear me. It's not going to be perfect, but I need you to realize it's got to make progress. Can you make this declaration over your family? Say, it may not be perfect, but we are making progress. Come on, 1115. Open your mouth and say that. Say, it may not be perfect, but I can see progress. I can see advancement. See, you may not be fully out of debt, but celebrate that you paid one credit card up. You may not be fully walking in your car, but celebrate the fact you registered for the class. I need you to learn how to celebrate progress. Open your mouth and holler, progress. So, family isn't perfect, but there are three things we learned on Wednesday that matter most. Here they are. Number one. Families move in the same direction to see results. It's important to understand there's a distinction that Jesus made between family and relatives. I taught you this in the first two messages. You need to know who your family is and separate that from your relatives. Listen, many of the people around you now, listen to me, don't be shocked if they're not around you in 12 months. What are you saying? Anybody that grow won't grow with you, you will outgrow. Because families move in the what? same direction to see results. So here's the question. If we're moving in the same directions, we've got to follow somebody. So the question is, who are you following? And for many families, it is not the one that is the stated leader. It is the one that is the implied leader. What's the difference, Bishop. The implied leader is the one that everybody yields to. And you have to be careful that you don't allow witchcraft in your family. What do you mean? They let their attitude shape the whole trajectory of the family. Some of you won't confront certain people about certain things because there's certain family members that say, don't say nothing, leave it alone. That's the reason the family's so jacked up today. Won't nobody say nothing, won't nobody deal with it. But you're the one that says, "Uh uh-uh, every curse in this bloodline ends with uh-uh. Say it like you mean it. Say, every curse in my bloodline, say, it ends with me. W- what does this mean? You may tolerate it, but I'm not. You might be silent, but I won't be. You may think it's acceptable, but it's unacceptable for me. And I don't care if you don't invite me no more. I didn't like y'all no, no, no. Excuse me. Let me... Let me go. All right, so here's the question. Who are you following? Be careful that there is not someone in who you consider family that manipulates through their attitudes, through their silence, through their mood swings. Watch me. Through uh, through saying they're going to do it, then saying they're not going to do it. Y'all got quiet right there. Then saying they're going to do it, then saying they're not going to do it. You've got to know who are you following. Make sure you're not following a blind person into a ditch. Because many families are led. Okay, I want to preach the way I want to. Many families are led by people who are unaccomplished. Mm. And when you're unaccomplished, you will literally lead people to the same destination you've been. Make sure that the one that's leading the family has got some results to show. Make sure that they haven't been where they are going. The second thing is this. Families move with distinction. So I ask you this question. What distinguishes your family? The first time the word family is used in the Bible, it's actually talking about animals. The animals exiting no one's art. We learned on Wednesday that they went from by family by family, out of the art. They knew the zebras knew we don't belong with the horses. We look similar, but we're not the same. See, you got to know, watch me, that's why God has even called you to harvest. Why? Because there's something about you that distinguishes you, that when you heard the voice of your shepherd, you said, wait a minute, I don't know who he is, I don't know where they from, but that's my family. Mm. There's something in them that's distinguishing, and we share the same distinguishing factor. Why? You're the curse breaker, so God needed you in the house to be a curse breaker. You're the history maker. God needed you to be around somebody that's a history maker. I'm here to tell you there's got to be distinction. Say distinction, What distinguishes your family? If you look at certain bloodlines, you'll notice that everybody in the family is trifling. What does that mean? Everybody's sloppy. Everybody everybody operates by the same creed. Nobody ever accomplishes anything. Everybody is talking about what they're fixing to do, getting ready to do, planning to do, and preparing to do, but nobody does it. This is why we're going to look at a man named Abram in a moment. God says to Abram, Abram, there is nothing that distinguishes your bloodline, so I'm going to do something new in you. And for many of you, you need to get used to being the first in your bloodline. You're going to be the first PhD. You're going to be the first author. You're going to be the first one to succeed. You're going to be the first one to accomplish certain financial goals. You're going to be the first one where your marriage isn't a sham. Shut up. you. You're going to be the first one where you love one another and ain't sleeping in two separate bedrooms trying to keep up appearances for people that ain't paying for nothing. I need you to open your mouth and say, I'm fine being first. What distinguishes you? Here's number three, families plan together. And And here's an important question. What is the plan for your family? Parents, what is the plan for your family? Or do you let your children dictate you what the plan is? What's your plan? See, watch me. In the Hebrew culture, if you study your Bible... They would teach their children. In fact, Moses directed Moshe, the man that was drawn out of the Nile, that was sent to draw his people out of Egyptian slavery. His name prophesies what he does. Moses literally taught the people, he said, Teach these to your sons, teach these to your daughter. Daughters. In other words, he was saying, we're going to create a whole new nation by how we move. We're going to plan for a whole new nation by how we prepare our kids. Question, how are you preparing who's after you? How are you preparing who's around you? Here's the deal. Most people live life by default except you. Say, except me. What do you mean default? Whatever happens, you just kind of just see what life's going to do. And instead, watch me, you are not the type where life's going to happen to you. You are the type where you're happening to life. Y'all didn't hear me. L- listen, listen, listen. Nothing that happens to you is happening to you. Open your mouth say, it's happening for me. What do you mean? The Bible says, and we know all things work together for, I need you to say that, say for, which means even the betrayal, it didn't happen to me, it happened for me. Being abandoned, it didn't happen to you, it happened for you. Being dropped by people that should have lifted you up, it didn't happen to you, it happened for you. And I need you to give God glory, watch me, that he trusted you to go through some stuff that other people would have lost. Baby, you're like Job where in two separate days you can go through purity hell and still fall to your knees and say, I will worship the Lord. I will bless the Lord at all times and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. Say, what's my family plan? Many families only have a plan for the next cookout. They only have a plan for the next meal. Nobody has sat down to say, listen, so what are we going to do? What, what are we going to do with what we own? Question, what do we own? What are we gonna build together? How are we gonna work together? If you look at, if you look at modern, um, um, uh, the self-identified modern Jewish individuals, you'll notice one's a lawyer, and this is a generalization, one's a doctor, uh, one's a businessman, one's a banker, one's a baker. Everything, please look at me, everything they need, they created it in their own community please catch me so they didn't have to take their money outside of their family they could perpetuate their money inside their family and for some of you you better hear me the reason certain things haven't worked out is because what you were planning to do was too small shut up please let me go where I want to go I don't mean shut up literally this is good to me you are planning something too small so God said no you're trying to just have one a generation of success I'm about to build a dynasty Do you do you understand what I'm trying to do you ain't gonna have one house you're gonna have one in Denver and Atlanta can I say this again you're not just gonna have one office you're gonna have one here and in Atlanta you ain't gonna have one location you're gonna have one here and Atlanta open your mouth say I'm the beginning of a new dynasty some of your stuff didn't work because God says, shut that down. That's too small. That doesn't require faith. That doesn't require anything. Let's go. So let's meet this man named Abram. Let's meet this man named Abram. Genesis 12:1, we meet him. Now, the Lord said to Abram, this is before his name was changed to Abraham. Go from your country. What does that mean? Go away from how you grew up. How many can be honest that um, um, in some of the stuff you grew up, the way you grew up, there were some things that weren't right. It's not an indictment on your parents. It's not an indictment on your mom and them. It just means there's certain stuff where maybe they didn't know better. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Maybe they didn't know better, so maybe they couldn't do better. The reality is God tells Abram, go from your country, how you grew up, and your kindred, your relatives. Even God made a distinction before Jesus ever uttered the words in the New Testament. The second time family is mentioned, which is in this chapter, God says there's a difference between family and family. Relatives, If you haven't identified who your family is, I really pray that you, pray that you don't take that message casually. Because if not, you're going to be expecting from relatives what only family can deliver. I pray you don't take the message casually. Because for many of you, let's go to the series graphic for just a moment. For many of you, your dynasty is not going to look like, watch me, it's not going to look like you. If you look on the series graphic, you'll notice that the one leading the family does not look like everybody else in the family. And for many of you, your family won't look like you. You might be white and your family going to be black. You might be black, your family might be white. What are you trying to say? Is that your dynasty won't necessarily look like you because there's a difference between family and relatives. And if you don't get used to new, you will be so used to old that you put yourself in a box. I need you to get okay meeting new people. I want to preach now. I need you to get okay meeting people that don't need nothing from you but are going to bring something to you. See, for many of you, everybody around you always needs something. The Bible says in Proverbs, a leech has two daughters. Give me and give me some more. And for many of you, you need to hear me. In these next four, God's bringing people that are going to give more. They're going to show up not needing something. They're going to say, I want to be a blessing. For many of you, watch me, it's going to seem too good to be true. Because watch me, you didn't realize you've been sowing into people for years, for years, and your harvest hadn't come yet. But I came to announce to somebody this morning that in these next four, it's harvest time for you. Open your mouth, please say, it's my time and my turn. Please say it like you mean it, say my time and my turn you prepared for everybody else. You've sacrificed for everybody else. You've given for everybody else. And God says, I'm going to send some people to give back to you. Luke 6, 38, give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, shall men, of the people, pour into your bosom. Y'all still here? Look, he says, go from your country, Genesis 12 and 1, the way you grew up. He says, divorce yourself from how you grew up. What well, mama said, what well, daddy said, but if it ain't Bible, it don't matter. Woo-wee. Right. And your kindred, your relative. God says you need to know the difference between the two because relatives will always reduce you. And I'm going to show you that because Abram gets one of his relatives named Lot and takes him with him. And your father's house. Now, his father has just died at the end of chapter 11. His father's name was Terah, T-E-R-A-H. In Hebrew, his name means, it's the language of our Old Testament, his name means, watch me, wild goat. What does that mean? He's out of order. For many of you, you were raised by people who were out of order, so you think disorder is acceptable. So when you come into an environment of order, you call it wrong, when really it's you. When somebody checks you on your attitude, you say, ain't nobody going to talk to me like that? Well, your mama didn't, so some... Okay, y'all ain't going to talk to me now. Because many times you're you're raised in environments of wild goats, wild animals. Watch me. A goat is supposed to act like a sheep, but it's not. Okay? His name also means loiterer. What does that mean? If you've ever gone out in front of a convenience store, you'll notice they have a sign. Most convenience stores say this, no loitering. What does it mean? Don't stand around here and not come in here and buy nothing. What does this mean? Abraham was raised by a man that was out of order. Watch me. And he was heavily opinionated, but he didn't have any results. He's a loiterer. And for many, watch me, your bloodline is filled of people with lots of opinions. They got a lot of opinions about a lot of things. They, got this, they want to tell you they truth. Well, your truth has no fruit, so I'm not really interested in hearing all of that. Email it to me and I'll let it return to sender. Listen. All right? Here's the deal. Abraham was taught, I look at me, he was literally taught how to do nothing and say a lot. He literally was taught how to be out of order. He was taught you put them before God. He was taught you do what you want to do instead of what God wants you to do. So what did God do? Everybody look at me. God overlooked Terah, his father, and said, you know what? I can't get nothing done with him. I'm going to let him die where? In a city, in a place called Haran. Everybody say Haran. Haran Haran means dry, parched place. God says to Abram, I'm going to let him die a dry, parched life. And then come Genesis 12, I want to start something brand new with you. Notice, we don't call God the God of Terah, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. We call him the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Why? Because Terah was no longer a factor. And for many of you, you need to hear me. What was will no longer be a factor for what's getting ready to come. I don't care that your family grew up in poverty. You won't. I don't care that your, poverty, uh, your, uh, your bloodline grew up in bad relationships. You won't have that. I don't care that your family grew up being wild goats and loiterers. Somebody say, I won't. I won't. So look, he says, go to a land I will show you. Land for us today means go to a way of living. God was like, there's a new way I need you to live. That's not like what you've seen. So why did I have them sing that song today, New Thing? is because you have to embrace new, watch me, step by step. Like, let's be honest. How many of us, when we go to a restaurant, we normally order exactly what we always order? You now, listen, my hand is the first one up. In fact, I will tell people, don't be suggesting nothing new to me. I know what I know. I like what I like. I don't want to hear nothing about all this new. Oh, you should try this. I don't want no coconut, baby. I want this what I want. Okay, sweetheart? Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you, ma'am, sir, whatever. No. Stick with what works. Because after this one meal, all I'm going to have is a smoothie. I need this meal to count. <laughs> Ain't nobody going to talk to me. That's, I have one meal a day and a smoothie. And I need this one meal to be good. I cannot be experimenting. <laughs> That's just me. That's my story. Don't judge me. All right. So here's the thing. We are so used to what has been that new often seems daunting, scary. But I need you to look at me. If you're going to be the curse breaker, your whole life is going to be spent in new. Can I get you to lay your hands to yourself and say, I'm not afraid of new. I'm not, I'm not afraid of new. So look, So look. he says, to a, go to a land I will show you. He says, I'm going to show you a new way to live, Abram, that your daddy didn't show you. That his daddy didn't show him that nobody before you has ever lived, you're gonna live it. You missed it. Nobody before you has ever lived it. So so if you don't separate family from relatives, they'll talk you out of it. Because they haven't lived it, so they don't understand it. They don't understand why you put God first, because they ain't going to live what you're about to live. They don't understand why it was important to you to get in this building today. Why? Because they don't live the same life you live. Open your mouth and say, I'm the new dynasty. So here it is. So look, 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 look. Verse two, I will make of you. This is good. Can I get you to say your name? I will make of you a, a, a great nation. He didn't say this to everybody else. He said this to Abram. And here's the danger. is sometimes you interpret personal pro- promises for the entirety of your bloodline. God spoke to Abram, not to everybody else. Why is this important? Because you do what's necessary to sacrifice to get that. They just want to ride on your back to get that. Y'all ain't going to talk to me. They just want a free come up with you. They don't want to put in the work to do it. And I prophesy to your next four. God's going to send some folks that want to do the work to see the results. All right. I will make of you a great nation. And which means me. This isn't just about you having some kids. I'm building a nation out of you. I'm building an empire out of you. Come on, Lucius lion. Y'all ain't talking to me. I'm building an empire out of you, which means you're not just going to be one-dimensional. Every gift, talent, skill, and ability I've given you, I'm going to maximize it for my glory. I will make a great nation of you. I will bless what? You! Say your name! What does bless, blessed me to empower you to prosper? Hear me, blessing is bigger than cash, cars, and clothes. If you think that's all a blessing is, then you don't understand the blessing. The blessing is an empowerment to prosper. What does it mean? It's an empowerment to make it so that there's nothing missing in my life. Can I get you to prophesy over your next four? Say, nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking, all is well. Say it again, say, nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking. All is well. So let's look. I will make of you a great nation. I will bless you. And I will make, say your name, your name great. How do you know that he's making your name great? If I look at me, is that he first takes it to the gutter. Your silence is appalling. How many people you've ever had somebody to throw mud at your name? Let me tell you how you know your name was great because it survived the mud. y'all ain't talking to me let me tell you how you know your name was great is that it survived the stuff they threw against it, it survived the gutter they tried to scandalize your name and make you out to be something where you listen to what they said about you like I get all of that, I did all of that and God says let me show you how great your name is your name will be like a phoenix come on Atlanta, your name will be like a phoenix that rises out of the mud rises out of the ashes and you still said it. open your mouth say he's making my name great you don't know that it's great until they try to put you in the gutter. For some of you, like, God, when are you going to do it? God is like, you don't get it yet, huh? I've been doing it. I will bless you. That means, I will, how do you know you're blessed? When burdens show up and you overcome the burdens. There are certain folk you know that are still burdened by what happened to them at 15. And you sitting up using what happened to you, watch me, as part of your testimony. There's other people that are still crying about what happened to them, and you're like, "Wow, I, I you know, I can't empathize with you because although I went through that, I'm not still in that. <laughs> although I went through that, I'm not stuck there. I don't live there. I don't belong there. I'm using my test and made it a testimony. I'm literally using my mess and making a message out of it. Are you here? So look, he says, he says, I will bless those that bless you. Verse three. I'm gonna curse. I love the Bible. I'm going to cuss out. <laughs> I'm glad to know God is one. Listen. I'll bless those that bless you. I'm just been joking. And I, him who dishonors you, I will curse. So God says, I will, I, I'm going to bless the people. I'm going to empower the people that empower you. And the people that lie on you, the people that malign you, the, the people who, after you did good for them, disrespected you? The people you made a way for that now are only in the way for you? The people you open doors for who won't even check the window for you? I got them. Can we take a moment? Because here's the deal. Here's the deal. The funny thing about life is this. Once you get over being hurt by somebody, Normally, it's a new knife. Do I have any witnesses there? It's like the moment you're good, a new knife didn't cut you. Nobody else? I'm the only one. Two of us, three of us, four, five. Can I get six? Six, can I get seven? seven. Thank you. All right, here's the deal. Here's the deal. What the enemy wants to do is to shut you down so that you stop pouring. Let me, let me have that water bottle. It's so that you, thank you. So that you stop pouring real fast. Handele. Handele. Uh Uh-oh, God is right (laughs) all day and night. Listen, say I'm built to pour. The enemy wants to shut you down so you stop pouring. How do I shut you down so you stop pouring? What I do is I let something hurt you so that you shut down. And if there's no pour, there's no refill. See, some of you, you feel stagnant because you stop pouring. Because you let one sucker. Ooh I, ooh, I wanna see some. Ooh, I wanna see some. You let one assassinator. That's what we call them in the South. I'm gonna keep it clean for this 11 15 you let one sucker mess with you and now i'm done with people i ain't doing people i'm tired of this i'm doing this. i ain't doing it and god is like don't stop pouring because if you stop pouring i can't fill you back up and for everybody in here i need you to let go of what they did to you and i need you to keep pouring don't you let that sucker get you it was a movie years ago said this i'm gonna get you sucker and you ain't gonna be the one to get them somebody say god got them The scripture goes so far to say this faith works by love. So, what's the opposite of love? Offense. So, what happens if you get offended? Don't, 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 watch me, don't give people that much power. I need you to open your mouth and say, I can't be offended. Uh-uh, say it with a little attitude. Say, I can't be offended. You think I'm going to let you shut me down and stop me? Baby, I can't be offended. If faith works by love, if I get offended, my love won't work, which means my faith isn't going to have any fuel. So when I need to take a leap, I'll be too scared to because I'm holding a grudge against you. But I need everybody in this building, everybody online to lift your hands and say, Lord, I release every grudge. I release all bitterness. I release all pain. In Jesus' name. I need you to release a praise right there. All right, listen, 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 let's go to work. Are we working? I'll bless those that bless you. I'm gonna get any sucker that mess with you. Let me tell you something. I like folk that fight for me. Bishop, who you fight for? Who fights for me? That... And God is like, you put me first, I will, I will, i cut whoever. Can I just go hold up? Can I just go hood for just a moment? God is like, if you mess with them, you mess with my whole row. For those of you in the building, look on your row and say, God's goddess. God's goddess, God's God. Don't touch him, just look at it. God's got. Us. If you mess with one of us, I swear for God, i I love God and you're going to see God all up in this tail whipping. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. Let me preach. Some of y'all got saved and you became punks. You got all timid and you got bad. God says, I'll make you the righteous as bold as a lion. Open your mouth and say, I'm bold like a lion. Sucker. Let's go. God says, I got him. Here's why you need to get this point. I'm moving. Here's why you need to get this point. If you don't think God's got them, you will spend your life. Watch me. Say I'm moving forward. You'll spend your life going back to deal with them. Say this is why you feel like every time I take two steps forward, I get knocked back 472 steps. Let me tell you why you feel like that. Watch me. Your circumstances didn't do that. Your desire to get even did. Your desire to do what they did to you is what did that. This is why I need you to say, say, I let it go. I think you better let it go. Say say it again. Say, I let it go. Say, it was a TKO. Say, but I'm up now. And there's going to be more in my next four. Say it again. Say, there's going to be more in my next four. Bishop Oman, why do you always have a saying stuff? Life and death is in the power of your tongue, not just mine. I can speak it over you all day long, but you got to speak something over yourself. I need you to use the power God gave you so you can see the results God wants you to have. Say, there will be more in my next four. Don't let a man shut down your confession. Don't let what's going on shut down your confession. Say, more in my next four. All right, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. I bless him who blesses you. And I'm going to get them suckers. Jive time suckers. (laughs) Look, and in you, Abram, all the families. Notice the distinction. Who did God tell Abram to get away from? Relatives. So that he could be a blessing to his family. He said, get away from relatives so you can bless your family. Get away from relatives so you can bless your family. Get away from relatives so you can bless your family. Don't waste your blessing on relatives because they ain't your family. They'll never appreciate it. Don't waste your favor on people that don't want to see you win. Don't waste your favor on people that's against you. Don't waste your time with people that don't want to see you go higher. Don't waste your time. I'm just going to do this for everybody. No, I'm not. I'm doing it for my family. Not my relatives. Let me finish. Verse 4. I like 4. 4 is the biblical number of creativity. So look at verse 4. So Abraham did w- or Abram, excuse me, his name hasn't changed yet to Abraham. So Abram what? Went. As the Lord what? Told him. What did Abraham depart from? How he grew up, his relatives, and the wrong he was taught. Notice what he had to do. He had to leave it here's the issue many have you want to hold here, come in. you want to hold on to that I'm just moving forward in Jesus name but you're literally holding on to the boundaries to the burdens to being a wild goat and a loiterer and notice while I'm fighting with this I'm missing my future which is over there Somebody say, I have to let it go. Say, I have to let it go. Say it one more time. Say, I have to let it go. Say, because a new dynasty is dawning. And it starts with me. Release a praise right there, 1115.
1: If you're not careful,
0: watch me. You'll fight for nothing. You're literally fighting to be right with people who ain't going nowhere. You're fighting to get the last word with somebody that can barely make a sentence. So Abram went as the Lord had told him. Watch the line. Who went with him? Lot. What did God tell Abram? Everybody look at me. Get away from your kinfolk. What did Abram do? Disobey. So that means everything that happens from this moment on with Lot is his fault. The, devil's just, the devil ain't attacking. You didn't obey. And God will only cover what he ordered. You can't get two to-go plates and you only ordered one plate of food. Listen. And you want them to box it up for you. And they say, we can't do it for you. You ain't got to do it yourself. Who went with him? Lot. Lot's name in Hebrew means hidden motives. What did he take with him? A relative with hidden motives. What did he take with him? A a lifelong friend since high school with hidden motives. What did he take with him? What did he take with him? A co-worker with hidden motives. Y'all ain't gonna talk to me. What did he take with him? Ooh, I just heard this in the spirit. An ex-boo with hidden motives. I just heard that one. I heard that one. Ooh, they got motives. Ooh, you better be careful. They got motives. They got motives. They got motives. And I need you to open your mouth and say, Lord, reveal the motives of every person around me. Uh-uh, I need you to act like God's about to show you what you've been asking for. Say, reveal the motives of every person around me. So here it is. So Lot went with him. Look at verse 5 of Genesis chapter number 13. Let's go. Genesis 13. It says, and Lot, what's his name mean? Hidden motives. Lots cost a lot. <laughs> you know why? Because when you think you're fulfilling the motive, you, watch me. It's like feeding a monster. So, every time you do something, you're like, Won't they, b- any good now? No, because you're feeding a motive. Mm. You, there's always more that's needed. There's always more. And you're like, I thought this is what it was supposed to be. Well, no, no, that's not what it's supposed to be. It's really this. See, whenever there are motives, how, do I can, how can I discern hidden motives? It's because there's moving targets. You'll catch it on the way home. It's never about what they say it's about. It's always about something else that's never revealed. And you're afraid, watch me, if you reveal that, you'll reveal your motive. All right? And Lot, Hit Motors, went with Abram. What did God tell Abram to do? Get away from them. What did Abram do? He took him with him. A lot of your warfare comes from whom you take on trips that you're not supposed to take <laughs> with you. You know they do say? You know what they say? They got this new thing. Now, I don't know if it's still going on or not, um, but I told y'all a few weeks ago when they were doing this thing and my flights got d- uh, delayed and all this because they said, well, we can't let um, a certain more than a certain percentage of people get on the plane. Now, I'm just looking. I'm saying, well, I'm trying to figure this out because if two plus two is four and five plus five is ten, what is this? I said, because cause what I see in here because I'm trying to figure out how if, okay, you can only have 85% of people on the plane, but I said, she is right next to me. <laughs> and ain't nobody up there, or over there. Now, here's the point. What happens is, um, they said, we can only allow a certain amount on this plane, so we may have oversold, so we may have to have some people get on the next plane, because this plane cannot hold everybody, because where we're headed won't accept everybody. <laughs> would you act like you just heard what i said some of you watch me here's the reason your plane hasn't landed yet because your destination recognizes they don't belong here and they're not supposed to come here how did you get here nobody's supposed to be here you ain't supposed to come with me here you better act like samuel jackson you get all of them snakes off the old plane When you take people where they're not supposed to go, plane can't land. And some of you, you've been in a in a holding pattern. You've been in a holding pattern for the last seven years of your life where you've gone in circles. and so You've used lots of energy. You've used lots of fuel, but nothing has ever landed. Nothing has ever worked. God says, because you need to check your plane for every lot. Because you can't go to Canaan with lot in the plane. What's Canaan? The promised life or promised land. Here it is, let's finish this Bible. And, and also had flocks. That means Lot had people that followed him. Where did Lot get the people that followed him? From Abram's crew. How do you know hidden motors? You try to pull people away from me to you. You ever had a group of friends, for example, and, and, and you the one that connected, then all of a sudden now they're trying to get people in the group of friends to turn away from you, and you be like, well, the reason a group exists is because I created a group. How do you know you're dealing with people with hidden motives? Is that they are constantly trying to siphon people away from you to them. To their cause, to their meeting, to their little thing they're doing. You got hidden motives. Because if your motives were for me, you'd be building what I'm building, not what you're building. This happens in business. This happens in family. This can even happen in church. Be careful that you don't get siphoned away too a lot. Watch the Bible. And herds, that's who he ran with. That's who he ran with. Now, that's a, that's a colloquialism that means people that you hang out with. So there were people that followed him, Then there were people that hung out with Lot. Where did Lot get the people that hung out with them? From Abraham's people. Abram's people. Amen. So now people want to hang with you, Lot. Watch me. Because of your connection to Abram. Because who's got the blessing? Abram. Who did God not say that to? Lot. Which means whatever Lot has, he got it because Abraham decided to pour it let's go, and tents, that means the way he lives, so check this out Lot goes with him and he's got his own following that he took from Abram he's got people he runs with that he took from Abram and he's got his own way of doing things that's different than what God is telling Abram to do, cause what did God say to a land I will show you, to a new way of living but who's got his own way of living, Lot what's Lot's way of living, it's a tent what does that mean, I'm temporary the moment you don't benefit me no more, I'm out that's a lie. The moment they can't get what they want from you, they out. I wish I had some honest folk in here today. How many of you know by this definition, you didn't, you've met some lots in your last 12 months? All right, let's go. So the land could not support both of them. <laughs> what I love about this section over here is that if don't nobody else say amen to me, I got my own amen section built in. We're going to build some amen tracks, like laugh tracks in the old shows. <laughs> let's go. Said so the, the land couldn't support them. So here's family. Matter of fact, I'll tell you what. I feel like playing a game. Anybody else feel like playing a game? There's a game that has come on TV and it's come on for years. And I used to have this old, uh, older, not older guy, but a different guy that hosted it. Then the guy from Tool Man, Tim the Tool Man, Taylor Home Improvement hosted it. And then his most recent host was Steve Harvey. Would you look at today and say, let's go to the Family Feud. <laughs> There we go. (laughs) So listen, so listen, by the way, I have to do this in 915. So the way they clap on the show, let's go back to it. The way they clap on the show is they clap on the one and the three. Stop. That's the wrong way to clap. Here's the right way to clap. Let's go. Wait. Come on, everybody, clap your hands. <laughs> the two and the four. God is an even God. All right. <laughs> Listen, come. All right, they are my first contestants on the Family Feud. This is all Amazon could get me last minute, okay? Y'all ready? Y'all can hear the buzzer. (laughs) Y'all ready? So I got my first question. I got my first question. You ready? Got my first question. Got my first question. How long are you going to play the game called Family Feud? We asked 100 people. And we didn't ask them by their mouths. We asked them by their actions. No, this ain't nobody hit the buzzer. (laughs) (laughs) The number one answer is you keep playing it Uh and keep playing it and keep playing it and keep playing it. Think you make a little progress and keep playing it and keep playing it and keep playing it and keep playing it. it. Because here's what a family feud is. It's a prolonged and bitter quarrel or dispute. And families will have feuds. Here's the question, who will be the one to end them? So here's the question. Who's gonna be the one to end the feuds of your family? Well, me? That's the answer. Can I get everybody to say, I got the answer. answer. Say, I am the answer. Come on, put a praise on that right there if you know that. Thank you, contestants. You can go back. At the 915, I had a Steve Harvey mask by way of eyelashes Mm that I was supposed to add. Didn't get a chance to. (laughs) All right, here's the deal. Here's the deal. lot is brought on a journey he's not supposed to go on, and this creates a feud. Say, a feud. feud. Most of your feuds come because of who you invite on journeys they're not supposed to come on. How do you know they're not supposed to come on the journey? Because they don't help. The whole time on the journey, they are literally the pain. They complain, they whine, wham, 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 wham. Cry me a doggone river. Shut up. Matthew 1035, for I have come to set a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law, and a person's enemies will be those of his own household. Everybody look at me. God says, don't be surprised if your enemies look like you. What's an enemy? You oppose my forward progress. God says, I need you not to be shocked and surprised. And you know how most of us act? I can't believe my cousin would do me like this. I'm shocked that you can't believe she would. When has she ever been loyal? When has she ever looked out for you and not herself? When have they ever defended your name to people who would defame it? When when have they ever fought for you? I'm shocked as to why you're confused. When have they ever not been treasonous? They commit treason. What is that? You espouse loyalty to me while all all along you loyal to the Russians. (laughs) somebody else. So let's look. Let's wrap this Bible up. Genesis 13. Let's wrap this up. Uh, In Genesis 13, the first thing, look at verse 6. Genesis 13 6. The land could not support both of them dwelling together. So now the first feud they have is support. The land can't support them. So there's a lack of support between the two. And whenever there's a lack of support, there's going to be a feud. Why won't you support me? Why won't you help me? Why won't you build me? Watch me. I see you build others, so I know you can do it. You just don't do it for me. I even told you that I needed support. I even asked you for support. I sent an email out soliciting support. I didn't even need you to give me nothing. I just wanted you to say something. I, I, is there anybody in the building where you've ever experienced that? Anybody online? You're like, I just, just a little support. And I know you can do it lot like, because you do it for your crew. You do it for who runs with you. And what's funny is you never would have met them had it not that been for me. You post their stuff, won't post my stuff. I want to preach the way that I need to preach this thing. You support them, you won't support. So now I'm the first feud is support. Their possessors are so great they couldn't do dwell together. Here's the second feud. They couldn't be in the same space. When they got around each other, they literally ticked one another off. How often, how long are you going to think that that's normal? Like, who, who wants to live their life? If you haven't learned anything else from this year, you need to learn, what does the Bible say? Life is like a vapor. In four months, in this country alone, over 160,000 lives have been lost like that within a 14-day period of time. So what are you saying to me, Bishop? I'm saying to you, why in the world would you spend your time going around people, dealing with folk, that the whole thing is a fight. I have a saying. Can I start with you my saying this much? You too much extra. It's too much. It's just too much. This is too much. This is too much. This is too much. This is too much. I appreciate you. I thank God for you, but you cost more than you bring in for me. And I don't mean that literally. I just mean that you take too much emotional energy. God dog, I, I didn't forget where I'm headed trying to keep you on track. And I rebuke, watch me, energy wasters. Come on. I rebuke them in, in your life. You've got a journey ahead of you. You don't have time to be co- uh, carrying pooking them everywhere. They can't be in the same space. When they get in the same space, things bad things happen. When they get in the same space, they fight. When they get in the same space, you can feel the energy shift because it's an attitude. Let me tell you what happens. Here's how you know you're anointed by God. is When you walk in the room, the energy shifts to try to muzzle you. That when you walk in, oh, here she go with these scriptures. Yep, surely is. Surely is. I dare you to have a surely is anointing. Would you open your mouth and say, surely is? Soul. here he come talking about this Bible. Surely is. Here he come talking about excellence. Surely is. Here he come talking about God. Surely is. And if you don't like it, you get to stepping. I ain't leaving. Let me finish. Let me finish. Verse 7, and there was strife between the herdsmen of Abram's livestock and the herdsmen of Lot's livestock. So here's the next few. Others are getting between us. Would you come again? Would you come again? And, uh, 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 and you come. Won't you come? <laughs> Some of you I remember old school. Just there one. Won't you come? All right. All right. All right. All right. Here's the deal. Get in between. Here's the thing about when you let people get in between you. Here, let's have another in between. Come on. Come on, multicultural in between. Come on. There we go. we go. So Abraham or Abram Lot. Here's the deal. <laughs> <When> <laughs> it's already some feud going on. <laughs> he did it. Listen. Say a feud's already going on. Already now, now here's the thing. When people get in between y'all, and watch me. Send a message to her to get to him. Go and tell her something. Telephone. Mr. Telephone Man, drop Sprint if I Oh, did I say that out loud? I apologize. I'm just joking. Lose whatever phone service you want to use. Everybody's entitled to use cans and strings if they want to. (laughs) Did 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 you? I'm just joking, y'all. Did 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 what? Tell me what you said.
1: Message.
0: What'd you hear? Wow, this <laughs> is about what? Wow, I'm pretty upset about it, huh? Yeah, much. Right, I don't it. right. <laughs> you don't get it. Yeah. See, because see there's always going to be a feud when communication sucks. I know that's not Hebrew or Greek, but I just needed it to be real. You're always going to have feuds when people send messages through other people to get to you. So now, listen. All right, Hi, everybody look at me. Okay, I'm just showing you something. I'm going to show you what's been happening in your family for the last 30 years. Now, notice, I didn't spend that much time talking to him. Somebody say, it's about to be messy. Oh, God, you already know it's about to be messy. This should have been a two-second conversation. This is going to be awful. All right, Tim, what do you say? I told him what you say? Oranges. What did I tell you? Mess it up when you say it. Somebody say, this is a family feud. Because now look what everybody does. Everybody now gets their weapons. <laughs> They're about to pull literal weapons. Uh, this is a Church. but just so you know listen okay watch me okay so everybody want to fight now so now watch me you got a problem with her because he's in between you got a problem with him because she's in between so what's happening to Abraham and Locke is now they have this feud going on between the two everybody look at me because they won't talk They'd rather talk through people than talk to people, and I need you to hear me. Your communication is about to go to a whole. I wish you say a whole nother level. Setting and say a whole nother level. I say my communication is leveling up. Say I'll say what I need to say to who I need to say it to. Y'all stay right there for me. So now we got a few. At the time the Canaanites and parasites are dwelling in the land. So here's what the Bible says there. It's because now Lot, which one of y'all is Lot? You Lot in this? Okay. So Lot, he's trying to front. Front is a pop culture colloquialism, which means he's trying to pretend as if. He wants the Canaanites and the parasites to think he's really doing something. He don't need Abraham telling him nothing. He's 17 years old. He's grown. Y'all ain't gonna talk to me. I don't need nobody telling me what to do. I'm grown. I'm grown. I got my own truth. Got my own way of living. You know, I'm exploring God for myself. You better get your to church. I will right? So here's the deal. So here's the deal. Y'all ready? He wants them to think he is more than he is. Right? Because he likes when the crowd turns to him. So now we got a feud going on. Because Abram's like, hey, we need to deal with these problems. <laughs> Lot is like, nah. Think you're going to check me and ask me about who I'm dating? <laughs> huh? It's quiet in this church, I promise you. Already? Look, then Abram said to Lot, Abram, look what he does. Abram like move them out the way. Everybody look at me. For some of you to fix your feuds, it starts with you forcing them to talk. For all of you people who use the silent treatment as a form of witchcraft and emotional manipulation, I need you to hear me. You can't bring that into the next foe. I just need some time. Baby, you have had five years. I need you to open up your mouth and talk. I ain't ready to talk. Well, you, I, it seems like you're ready. <laughs> I need you to go and get ready. I'll wait. I'll be downstairs. We're we going to take a ride. So, what Abram does is he says, Y'all move. He goes directly to Lot. And now that Lot doesn't have the crowd he's performing for, y'all ready? They do a good job. They never know. People never know if they're going to get called up here. They're just on the fly. Ready? (laughs) Won't you come? Then Abram said to Lot, Let there be no strife between you and me. Abram's like, I'm not going to fight with you. I'm blessed. I'm not doing this. I'm just not doing this. I need you to open your mouth and say, I'm not doing this. No, you, you need to tell certain friends, I'm not doing this with you. I'm just not. I'm just not doing it. I'm not doing it. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. Say I'm not doing it. Abram said, I got too much blessing to live out. Baby, I'm 75 years old. I'm not going to spend my time. I'm a whole grown man. I'm a whole grown woman. I'm not spending my time doing this with you. So, so Abram says, I'm not going to fight you. And listen, and for these folk over here fighting, listen, they ain't going to fight either. Somebody say I'm shutting it all down. You want to cut some of this drama down, and you fa- put everybody on a call. Put everybody on a group Facetime. Then let you get four million people on the Facetime now. Put them all on there. But I got something to do. But baby, you free now. You finna come on here now. Look, for we are kinsmen. Watch what Abram does. Abram, I love the Bible because Abram. That's a real petty statement. Abram's like, he didn't say we're family. Abram said, we kinfolk. He said, we're relatives. And since we're related, I'm not fighting. Which means if we're family, we really ain't going to do this. Not if there's nothing to win. Got it? Because if we were, re- we were family, you never would have let this happen in the first place. The moment one of my men talked crazy to you, you would have hel- helped him it's quiet in this church let's move for we are what kinsmen go to the next verse next verse says this it's not the whole land before you show them the land give them one of them good you know no you gotta stomp your foot like you're in there is there a heart in the house tonight stand up let me know let me know that's too high oops you ready there you go. Come on, no, present that. Show him. <laughs> but then when you do it, yeah, there you go. Come on, you ready? Ready? Let's go. <laughs> come on, come on, let's go, come on. Sorry. Let's go. <coughs> hey, hey. What we doing What we do it? Y'all ready? <sighs> okay, listen some of y'all need to show some of your relatives the way out let's go I, you ain't coming with me into my next boat so listen i don't want you to feel bad so let me i'm gonna show you the way up out of my future up out of my life because if you don't want to see me win like i want to see you win it's time to go you know what time it is it's time to go come on 11 15 over your and say, hey priest's Bible. <laughs> he said, "It's not the whole land before you." <laughs> he said, "He said, separate yourself from me." He says, "Since you don't like me anyhow, go." <laughs> like we don't have to do this. If you don't like me, go.
1: I release you into
0: your future.
1: Let me tell you, the greatest thing
0: I ever learned to do is to let people do what they're going to do. Be encouraged. Let's finish it. Keep God first. He says, separate yourself from me. Put some space in between us. He said, let's stop pretending like we're close anyhow. You take the left hand, I go to right. You go to right, I go to left. All I know is you ain't coming with me in my next four because you have hidden motives, man. I only wanted to see you win lot because I loved you. I didn't have no agenda with you. I wasn't trying to control you. What Control what? You didn't have nothing. It's amazing. Don't you, don't you get amazed by some of the stuff people accuse you of? You're trying to manipulate me. Baby, manipulate what? Them two persons in four pair of shoes. I'm trying to figure out what. I'm trying to manipulate. Y'all ain't gonna talk to me. I, y'all excuse me, I must be hungry. No, you're serious. you ever had somebody accuse you of something? You're like, I'm just trying to figure out how. Because if two plus two is four, and five plus five is ten, what is this? And Lot lifted up his eyes. You go, Lot. Which one is Lot? You go, Lot. And Lot lifted up his eyes and saw that the Jordan Valley was w- well watered. Can I, can I teach it like I want to teach it? He found a new hustle. He found a new scam. He found a new victim. When you said you can't victim, Some of y'all are crying over the people that literally looked at you as an income opportunity. Mm-mm. He looks, he says the Jordan is well watered. What does that mean? I got herds, I got flocks, I got tents. He says this is gonna be good. It's like, I don't really need you no more, Abram. I got somebody new. I got a new group of friends. I got a new relationship. Wow. I got a new this. I got a new that. I got a new that. Which shows you something very interesting. Y'all ready for this? Yes, I went a little over time, but are you getting the word today? Yes, all right, all right, all right, all right. I'll make a photo on Wednesday. I'll speak to Gonzales on Wednesday. You ready? Here's the deal. Take this out. It reveals to you. The fact that Lot would let there be space that easily with no fight, <laughs> you, 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 you just go, oh. Why? Because Lot's motives finally showed themselves. And when you showed your motives, listen, once I did not seen your t-shirt, I can't unsee your t-shirt. You've shown your motives. And now that you've shown your motives, you revealed to me, watch me, that all you wanted me for was what I could do for you. And lot I loved you. I protected you. When your daddy Haran died, I took you into my house, let you eat my food. took I treated you like my own son. Watch me. I don't have a son yet, and I treated you like you were my own son, my, my own daughter. And now the moment you see another opportunity where the grass looks greener because it's well watered, y'all ain't gonna talk. The moment you see that, you jump to that. So now I see... You were never with me. And here's how we're gonna end this feud. You ready? Here's how this feud ends. Here's how this feud ends. mm mm well, I just want to talk and get it up, get my side out. Mm, it's okay. Here's the answer. Here's the answer. Here's the answer. Here's the answer. Bye. Bye. see it back why space will make them see for every parent in here where your kids is doing some crazy stuff and you like sometimes what you need to do you work so hard go <coughs> you gonna do right sometimes you just need to okay space will make you see because if you keep reading in this chapter guess what Lot gets caught up. He gets in some trouble, trouble. And do you want to know who he has to call on? Abram. And Abram swoops in to deliver him. But you want to know what never changes? Lot's heart. Because if you keep reading, Lot has daughters. And Lot has daughters. And in Genesis 19, when angels come into the city, Lot offers his daughters up to be gang raped by the men of the city. He offered his daughters up because he wanted what was in the angels' hands. Because everything about him is an opportunist. Everything about him is a sociopathic, narcissistic user. And I need you to open your mouth and say, not in my next four. Come on. Say it again and say, not in my next four. Lot leaving Sodom and Gomorrah when the angels that were sent are getting ready to destroy the city because of how they treated their poor. That's why that city was destroyed. Read it in Isaiah. How they treated the poor. Not another reason. That's what Isaiah says. Watch me when when the, si- the angels get ready to destroy the city. What ends up happening is Lot's wife. Come on, you're gonna be Lot's wife for now. Right, Lot's wife, and you Lot, right? Okay, right, y'all come on to the light. It's, it's dark over there. All right, listen, Lot's wife. Guess what? She knew him. She knew when she dated him what type of man he was. It amazes me how many of y'all get shocked when people do what they've always done. Bishop, she don't support me. She never did. I'm shocked as to why you're surprised. But I just thought the Lord, Mm-mm. you thought God was going to do what even, watch me, if God didn't do it before you, what would make you think he's going to do it during you? So what does she do? She had to look behind him. And as she looks behind him, the Bible says she's turned into a pillar of salt. What does that mean? A pillar of salt. She's a statue of what could have been. She's a statue of what she was supposed to be. Everybody look at me. When you spend your life in family feuds, you will be Lot's wife.
1: One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
0: This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky.
1: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky?